welcome back to another episode of Conversations, the podcast. Today I have another special guest. I think I always say that. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, everyone is special. But today I have with me an old high school friend by the name of Oyinda. She is a law graduate about to go to law school in Nigeria, Lagos, Nigeria, correct? <laughs> um, and so today, Oinda, do you want to tell them what we're going to be talking about? Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Actually, today we're going to be talking about a lot, but um, yeah. the major thing we want to shed light on is just what is going on back home in Nigeria at the moment. And it's crazy that it's not just in one state, it's in like a majority of the states in Nigeria. So when we say Nigeria, we mean like the country as a whole. Um, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's the NSARS protest that is going on right now in our home country. And it's basically a protest to end, pro- I wouldn't say bullies, <laughs> a protest to end police brutality. Okay, human beings are being killed, um, mistreated, injured the worst things happening basically all in the name of just existing having nice things um, owning cars and just being human so we wanted to kind of talk about it because honestly like mentally it's been a lot even emotionally and you know mm-hmm. Oyinda is living there firsthand like I'm still here in a different country so there's um, a different level of experience right um mm-hmm from from her angle so we're just going to talk about you know everything that's going on and like feelings and stuff so <sighs> what what a time for you to be back home or you actually just go back to nigeria this year so it's like and like before i even came back my dad was <laughs> like don't you want to just stay and do your master's and stuff but i was like no i just want to do law school like get it over with so i know that i'm qualified and everything yeah but yeah, yeah. But then now I'm like, maybe I should have just stayed back. <laughs> because, <Yeah. laughs> and the law school hasn't even started because, like, there's been, you know, this unrest and, you know, the whole, whole COVID thing and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, I don't even know when I'm going to start. So, yeah, I, mean, I was telling her in the DMs, I'm like, what's your time to be back home? I know. So, what, like, were you able to go for any of the protests or, like, did you, how was that like for you? Um, so I wanted to go. Um, so they were protesting, like, um, just re- like right outside my estate, so not too far. Oh, okay. Um, you yes. live in Magodo, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so wow, were, I remember that. They were protesting on the express, so it's like, I just, you know, have to, you know, get out and cross the bridge and I'm there. Yeah. But my mom was like, you're not leaving this house. <laughs> <laughs> Nigerian mothers like that's that's the I thing know. our parents generation that's the mentality they have and it's so sad like imagine mm-hmm. if everyone's parents was like oh you're not leaving this house exactly how would the protest exactly. come to in play my, in my head I was like these are people's children that are outside yeah so it's not safe and but then she's like 
um, you can protest online on your phone. Can you Don't go outside. Don't go and put me in trouble. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> My own parents, I think they know at this point that they can't stop me. Because I was on the phone with my mom and um, she was talking to me about how, you know, a lady, because they, they were doing prayers and stuff. And so a lady in the group was like, oh, her daughter uh, jumped defense or something. Or it's like snuck out to go and protest. And she was praying heavily because the girl would not listen to her. And my mom was like, that's exactly how I would behave. That she knows all her children. She knows that my baby brother, that one is like, if somebody goes with him, he will go. But he doesn't really care as much. And then my elder brother will not really do anything. But me... I would jump. <laughs> if they say I should say, I would jump and go to the printer. And oh she was like, God. she knows that she would just follow me. She would even complain. I'm like, thank God this amount knows me. Ah, no, I was laughing. But yeah, I think it's high, high time they just like let us figure things out because. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same mentality of, oh, you're not leaving this house because that's how they didn't do anything for years and years and years, you know and the problem just continued like if i feel i believe that if our parents were as courageous as we are there would have been Mm -hmm. some difference right but because they're just used to taking a lot of things that have been done and not speaking up and so Mm -hmm. it's just it's crazy i mean i think it's also um an effect of the trauma that they've experienced um, yeah of them live through military rule yeah and everything so i think just you know that fear mm-hmm. of the government they they just have that and i think i'm i'm seeing it now and i'm starting to understand it because you know the way that the government has responded to these protests with so much violence and brutality yeah and then people are being scared to go out now because they're like okay so if we go out and we die what's now the yeah point? So I think I, I kind of understand it from yeah. their perspective more now because yeah. it's like they know that this government don't really care about yeah. the lives of their citizens yeah. and they would do anything to try to silence us. and mm-hmm. us. It's crazy. I feel like now if you're going out to the protest, you have like one thing in mind that, okay, and today anything can happen. So yeah. the fear factor has gone up. Whereas like before, it's like, oh yeah, we're in multitudes, you can't do anything to us. Same with like the people in at the Lekki together. I'm sure that's what they, they thought, the people at the Lekki mm-hmm. toll gates. I'm sure that's what they thought, that oh, we're in number. You know, some people were even yeah. sitting at the front, right? But mm-hmm. after that, it's just like, wow, these people would actually, you know, kill us. Like, they don't care mm-hmm. at this point. And so yeah. going out now, it's like, okay, am I ready to die today for this country? Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's much more different than, than that. Um, mm-hmm. at, the hi- at the beginning of this, I think it started October 8th, right? Yeah. That's when, like, everything... I mean, police brutality has gone on for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, everything started. Like, the whole protest and all started October 8th. I think ah, from that day, I don't know. My feelings were just through the roof. Because I was just home. Like, there was a limit on what I could do to help. You know, just, like, sharing online, sharing online. I'm just like, what's again? Like, what's... This does not even make any sense. <laughs> I'm sharing online, but I can't physically be there. So it was just a lot of um how would I how would I describe it? It was just so tiring for me 
And the more I even thought about myself, the more I tried to erase those feelings in the sense that, oh, people back home, like, what are they going through? If you're here feeling like this, like, imagine those are actually going out to mm-hmm. war ground because that's what it, it turned into. And so I try, I try to dismiss my feelings so many times, but it's just like when you see so much evil like that, it's, I don't know, it's like, what is going on? pretty much like what is going on but at the same time my my, i don't trust humans like human beings are going to be wicked they're going to be evil so at the same time it's like yeah let me not let my whole um my whole i don't even know how to describe it let me not be too down about it because this is what is expected of human beings but it's just the amount of evil and wickedness just kind of weighs down on you um and so i know like mentally i was exhausted because i was even feeling very like useless just being here like at least if i went to a protest or something i know that I, okay i physically fought and prayed as well but the fact that i couldn't even do that it was just online online you know not knowing who has seen or who, who my my posts have impacted and things like that i guess mm-hmm. it just it just made me very i don't know my feels i guess but yeah I but, feel that because yeah. I mean, because I'm I'm in Lagos, but then I still couldn't go out. Yeah, <laughs> you <only> double. <laughs> I'm just like I could really be out there, yeah. but then I'm just in my house and. Can I want to jump roof, <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I was thinking oh. that, but I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not really that kind of person. Oh, I, I really like. I really like Wahala because I need oh. to like now. <laughs> oh my god! They'll just be Wahala in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I get you. But, Me, I don't yeah. care. Like I'll jump. Yeah. <laughs> Face the consequences I mean, I was, later. I was happy. I was. I was proud. Like I feel like for the first time in a long time, um, I was very proud of young Nigerians. The way, yeah. the way we all came together and mm-hmm. came out in droves. It wasn't just. And it wasn't just like one part of the country, one part of the yes, country. Yes, yes. The like the unity was actually very yes, surprising and wonderful exactly. to see. Mm-hmm. And like every class too, right? It's like yes. every class was just fine. Yes. Well, except for maybe some governor's children. Those ones that were busy arguing, but I I know that they were it's like a, a good mixture of classes, different classes of people. So that was good to see as well. But yeah so how did it like make you feel emotionally and then okay okay and we are back guys sorry break in transmission (laughs) so my question to you is how did it make you feel you know on the inside in general especially being in lagos i'm not even you know being able to physically be there and don't get me wrong somebody doesn't have to physically be at a protest you know to support or you know, to just, to to fight for Nigeria, basically. I don't want people to have that impression yeah. that, oh, because I didn't protest, yeah. I didn't do anything, yeah? But, mm. yeah. I guess because it's such a big movement, it's, it's um, a lot of people have viewed it as impactful, um, which mm-hmm. it is, but I just don't want that didn't go or wasn't able to go to feel bad that, oh, I wasn't there, yeah. like, I'm not part of change or anything like mm-hmm. that so yeah but how did it um, make you feel regardless 
to be honest, like at first I was a bit pissed because I couldn't go. Um, but I think, you know, being able to protest online mm-hmm. and make people aware of what's going on yeah. um, was actually really, really um, useful as well. Because yeah. social media is so crazy that, you know, you can spread awareness on something and somewhere, some, someone somewhere in another country be able to know what's going on and the amount of like awareness and support that we'll be able to get um from using social media you know yeah. lots of um, celebrities started talking about it um politicians from other countries yeah um even you know twitter jack yes oh good honestly yeah, and then even um, other news outlets as well, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. if we didn't have if we didn't have social media, aka Twitter, because I didn't see any coverage on Instagram at all, um, except like those that posted on their feeds and stuff, mm-hmm. which was after you know the height of it. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, news outlets were able to carry it, and and it, it, it's because of Twitter, right? We raised yeah. awareness. Everyone was exactly. retweeting, tweeting hashtag and this and that. So mm-hmm. online protest as well was very effective. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, we see the evidence yeah. of that. And I even heard that the hashtag was like the most used hashtag ever. Like, well, I bet, I bet, like yeah. we're trending even more than Black Lives Matter. And I was like, whoa. That's <laughs> oh boy well it's good it's good to see that and like it's something that people will forever talk about right no matter how much the government tries to erase it or shut us up or Mm -hmm. silence us it's it's still going to be there we're still going to have that thing to say um because even till date like with all the energy we're giving to this there's still you know brutality going on like it's it's not even the police now it's army (laughs) like even worse so um, yeah and it's interesting because even like when the protest first started like no traditional media was covering it so my parents didn't even know the extent to which you know this thing had gone like what was really going on because yeah. they were not showing tv yeah they were not covering it and it was it wasn't until like later when it started to get like really serious then i think traditional media were like okay we have to you know provide. To i had yeah. them when um one of them even went to one of the abuja protests they were, they were sending their <laughs> cameramen away <laughs> because they were like you are not supporting us in the beginning so what are you doing here what are you doing here yeah. Yeah. yeah but then it just goes to show how much like control the government has over yeah. traditional media and that's why they're trying to silence social media because you know that they don't have control over it over they're it going yeah. to, you know they're being exposed every day on social media and mm-hmm. they don't like it and they're trying yeah. to you know censor it and silence us but but I heard that it's also a thing that is possible. You know, I never thought someone... Because, you know, they, they brought it up before one time, but it didn't mm-hmm. really, you know, pass. But yeah. I, I I didn't know, you know, the government could regulate social media. Social media. Well, I yeah. hope it doesn't happen because then we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how else? And, and it's so, like, things like that are so evil because they know. Like, how can you try to, you know, 
no for no other reason if you if it was helping their political uh if, if they were gaining from it like politically they won't you know have any any trouble anything against social media but because people are speaking out people are asking for little things okay excuse me people are asking for little things they don't want to take away that voice and it's just i don't know there's there's nothing i haven't seen anything as evil as what the government is right now as what they're displaying we're so, not even asking for much. Like, we're asking for the barest minimum. Just let us live. We've never even tackled education. We've never even tackled bad The important, more, let me not say important, but more important things. We're just yeah, asking, like don't kill us. Would, you know, literally, like, the barest minimum. But then yeah. you're still killing us as we're asking to not be killed. Yeah. Can you imagine? I can't know. It's happening. It's really happening. Oh, bro. But then what can you do, to be honest? I just... I don't know. It's crazy. And, and then and you have our governor who puts a curfew in place, mm-hmm. which is... <laughs> so many things, <laughs> So many things happening. Like, mm-hmm. people, and, and now the curfew has been lifted, but my man is still saying, yeah. oh, COVID restriction. And I'm yeah. just like, is it not to just maintain six feet? What, mm-hmm. what, what else is the restriction what back home? And the crazy thing about that curfew was, okay, so the protests were going on. The protests were peaceful. Yeah. Until some people started sending thugs to mm-hmm. disrupt. <laughs> I like protests. that, some people. <laughs> some people. We don't know because... their names. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know their names, but th- those thugs were definitely sponsored by some yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they came and started trying to disrupt the protest. They came to Alausa. They were beating up people. So a lot of people got injured mm-hmm. and everything. And then um, I think it was the day they um, called the curfew. Um, someone um, called the curfew. There was like fighting going on in some parts of Lagos. I think mm-hmm. in Uru or something. But in that place, there was no protest in that area. Hmm. I think it was just a clash between the police and some of the the um, transport union workers there yeah um and then he now said oh because of the arrest going on in the country i mean in the states we're calling we're calling a curfew but then it's like the protest was not causing any unrest and i'm hearing yeah. this so much in the news um the um NSAS protests were hijacked by who the, the protests <laughs> were not hijacked <laughs> they were not hijacked it wasn't protesters that were causing trouble in the states and it's so crazy because it, after you set the curfew that was when the violence even got more more escalated you see them burning buildings looting people's shops yeah. and everything so it's like all these policemen that were there during the protest to be shooting people and to be you know, arresting people unlawfully where were they to protect these buildings and to protect these people's shops? Now they are, they all went into hiding. It's I don't know, and if you remember during I know during the last election, these were the same thugs that came to scatter the ballots. Yeah, but exactly. nothing was done, right? Exactly. Nothing was done there. Yeah. But now it's like oh, protest has been hijacked. Thugs, hoodlums. It's not even thugs anymore. It's hoodlums. <laughs> Yeah, who loves who loves who loves that? So it's like <laughs> it's like you. It it really makes you you know question the government. Mm-hmm. You know, 
they you you don't have um you might not have or we might not have you know solid evidence on who is doing these things like who is sending people who's sending the army who is sending the hoodlums quotes but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like it doesn't it doesn't balance like their actions it doesn't it's too much of a coincidence let me say that Mm -hmm. right when it's time for uh election you have these same thugs that scatter the ballot papers you know and and make it so that one person has the higher vote Mm -hmm. but nothing is done about it right you don't there's no punishment there's no security where's the police Mm -hmm. then where's the army then exactly but when you have us you know doing the protest for basic human rights increased police salary things like that then all of a sudden there's hoodlums there's looting and then the police is nowhere to be found still so it's it's it makes you question okay what is really going on and it makes you ask more questions that are still unanswered right so the government i don't know it is too much it's really too much everything is in their hands and and they still keep failing us over and over again and then there's this one of buhari being dead or alive please what's going on What is going on with our president? Drama or conspiracy? I don't even understand because I've seen so many tweets, um, people sending messages to WhatsApp groups saying, "Oh, our president is dead. Is Jubru that is governing us?" Who is Jubru? Wait. (laughs) Okay, wait. Let me get something straight. Let me get something straight. Is Jubru Buhari? Basically, they're saying that Jibril is kind of like a, um, what's the word? You know, when, you know, in movies where you want, um, these people that, like, stunt doubles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, someone that looks like Buari and is taking his place because Buari is dead or something and they don't want us to know that he's dead. Yeah. So they just hired Jibril. Yeah. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how that's crazy because literally he hasn't said anything to us since the beginning Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you you hear oh the president is coming to give a speech i don't know who who the speech will help i don't know what the speech will do but he's coming to give a Mm -hmm. speech you know and then all of a sudden he gives this speech for about 10 to 15 minutes so i heard and you know you have people saying, or you have theories that it's recorded. It's not live. <laughs> it was therefore recorded because there were like cuts in the middle of the speech. So you could tell that this speech was pre-recorded and we just edited it. So what is that? What do you do with that? What do you do with that? But then my thing is, if that was not recorded, right? And mm-hmm. that one now adds to the theory that he might be dead. But like, let, let me take it back to when, you know, Samuelu was talking to him about our demands and he was laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm now wondering if that was in true time or they were talking about something else, you know, when he was, quote, alive, yeah. if he's alive. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just trying to put two and two together. Like, what's going on with our president? To be honest, I think... <laughs> I, saw, I saw that Samuelu video and... He didn't even look like Barry didn't look like someone that even knew what was going on. Yeah. 
us because why would he be saying oh we're doing this um we're you know setting up funds for compensation and you're laughing these are people that their family members have died at the hands of your policemen and yeah. is, is it that you didn't understand what he was saying or you're just so out of touch with what's going on in your country that you just respond to laugh because yeah. I, I didn't i didn't even understand and it just I made me angry all over again. It, it, all over again and even the speech that he gave the speech did nothing he said nothing in that speech he didn't acknowledge as anticipated that, <laughs> he didn't acknowledge people that had been killed or matleki all the other people that policemen have killed during the NSAS protest and he was mm-hmm. kind of implicitly threatening us um because he was like um the government will do everything necessary um to ensure peace and order in the country and i'm like we weren't really disrupting the peace of the country. It was your policemen and your mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was it was such a very very sad speech. And I think, I mean, I, I already knew before that this man doesn't really care about yeah. us, but I think it just cemented the fact that these people don't even care <clears throat> about their citizens. They are just there to say that oh, they have power and to amass mm-hmm. as much wealth as they can before they leave. And yeah, then they wouldn't have done anything to help their citizens like, yeah it's so sad it's so crazy it is oh wow but the good thing is like we're getting international coverage it, it's sad mm-hmm. that it, it has to get to that level but yeah. it's also good because you know there's some form of pressure that the government feels look at someone now going on cnn you know he went on CNN, and my man now re- he actually my like confessed shaking. that oh he was shaking. I I I honestly feel that somebody is holding that man's neck mm-hmm. because a part of me just feels that he's one of those people that get manipulated, especially mm-hmm. because you know you are in this thing already. So yeah. there's only mm-hmm. one way out for you, and that yeah. way out is not really it's not always good. So yeah. I feel like you know he his hands are. I don't want to say his hands are tied, but there's just something. There's something that is holding yeah, that Yeah, he's already, back. like, in it. So I think it, it, yeah. it can't just leave because yeah. his hands are already dirty anyways. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, And then even if, like, he wants to expose certain things, it's like maybe his life is at stake or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't say that for sure. But the way he's moving is just, he'll do photo up one day, ensures that everything's going to be okay. And then the next day mm-hmm. he's denying everything. Like, whose side are you exactly. on? You know? Like, and then he the went on after, saying... The day after yeah, the go ahead. that he mm-hmm. was like, nobody died. And then later on, like, two people died. I'm like, yeah. can you get your facts right? Yeah. He knows what's going on. He knows. Mm -hmm. And like that's why I was even getting into like when he went on uh CNN to not actually confess that yeah the army was there or something. I'm like, all this time you did not acknowledge that the army was there. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he was not trying to quote it. And that's how you know that maybe he's scared. He was not trying to say, Oh yeah, as the video shows, the army was there. Bro, the army was there or not. There's nothing like as the video shows, the video is evidence that they were actually there. So my mind say, Oh, as the video shows, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh god. And then she was asking him, okay, well, the people um um 
people responsible will they be held accountable and then he yeah, was yeah, saying yeah. oh we'll try and do our best and she was like it's a simple question would they be held yes accountable? or no you know exactly and he was still beating around the bush and i'm like so you're not even sure or you already that's know the thing that we both people don't put pressure yeah that's the thing where we both they were they know how to apply pressure exactly <laughs> that's the I thing know. I know. I um I went on uh so because sometimes I try to follow the news um especially mm-hmm. like with what's going on here in Canada, and you know I see like certain um so for example I'll just use you know the prime minister here as an example uh, Justin Trudeau. Even on Twitter, you can tell that people um they don't they don't like rubbish. Let me just say it like that. If they feel that a government is not serving the people right, not doing justice in the country, they will ask the person to resign, to step down. So even that resigning, I didn't even think it was a thing till I I started seeing it from, you know, other parts of the world. Like, oh, this person has to resign. He has not done right. But in Nigeria, that one does not apply. Resigning. (laughs) Whether they do us right or wrong. They do not have shame. It's just there. Whereas in other countries, if they ask you to, I think it was what, at one Asian country, I can't remember, where the, 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 the was it the president or the governor, he stepped down, wow. right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then when I see things like that and, and happening in Nigeria, and I'm like, okay, they're asking you to step, you're not serving your purpose, you're not doing anything. So yeah. why can't you just, you know, go step down, resign? Exactly. So, I don't know. That's the thing. That's <sighs> what I felt about Songolo as well. Like you, so when the lucky shooting happened, he came and said um, it was forces beyond our control. But then, first of <sighs> all, you're the governor of Lagos State. How are you not in control of your state? Aren't you yeah. like already implying that you don't have control over what happens in your state? Then you're not doing your job, so you should leave. I feel like he's trying to come out of it, but he's using. He's using code language. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Forces yeah. beyond our control. That means he's being pressured to do something. There's somebody yeah. there that that is definitely controlling his his yeah. uh, his perspective on things. Yeah. So for him to even come out and say that, it's like, ah, you guys, check this thing. Forces beyond our control. <laughs> somebody else is involved. Yeah. Like it's beyond me at this point. That's exactly. what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So, and it's unfortunate you think the governor has that kind of power to put things in place, but then yeah. you have the governor of the state. That's like our president telling if if it was um, a thing of the country as a, as a whole. That's like our president mm-hmm. saying it's forces beyond our control. Yeah, control. That's how you know somebody else is controlling him, right? Yeah. But then when it comes to the case of the governor, like who is beyond control of a state? Of mm-hmm. a state. So... Yeah, I, I think that man is, is he's giving code language. <laughs> I don't know. Someone he looks like he's scared of so many things. <laughs> I'm telling you, that one of the CNN even made me laugh a little bit, like, oh, according mm-hmm. to the video, the army was there. Like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and he was not stammering. You could tell that this guy, he knows Yeah, like, he's scared. He's scared. Something That's is why we need, we need to continue to apply pressure because at the end of the day, something will crack. Mm-hmm. Something for crack. sure, for Please sure. Continue. And I love, I love this international disgrace that we're seeing. Like there needs to be yeah. more of it. Amampoa needs to call, call Bari, call Tinubu. <laughs> <laughs> Let them call. <laughs> Let them 
and it's and it's oh well there's a lot to tackle in nigeria there's mm-hmm. a lot when and and i i think even now everything is you know being pulled out to the front like the government funding why are past governors being paid what's yeah. the what's the why are they Senate being paid why are they still people being are paid? collecting like almost 30 m per month i still can't believe that 30 m in nige when yeah. I see when I see all those like amounts of money, I'm just I'm surprised. I didn't know that we had that type of money in Nigeria. I Honestly. won't be I won't lie to you. Because I won't lie to you. It's embarrassing we're, we're to in say, debt, but... we're in debt. So why is people collecting this much money for in debt? They see um what hmm. is in it wow. for? Wow. And they will still steal it's money. Crazy. I'm telling you, it wasn't all. I can't. Oh, I should have gotten my facts. This uh, uh, governor of a certain state appointed his his sister minister of happiness. You you look at things like that and you're like, okay, is this is this not an unserious country? How like minister of happiness? Yeah, I, I can't remember the state, but I'll probably do my research after. <laughs> I remember when I saw but it. I like, minister of happiness. What does this even mean? What does it even mean, first of all? Secondly, like, is that how it works? Like, you just appoint somebody minister of something. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, it's too much. But past gov- uh, governors are being paid. You see the cars these people are buying, the houses. They are always the first ones. None of their kids are in, are in Nigeria. None of their children. None of These politicians. Of That's it. They Absolutely enter power. And the next thing, okay, UK. Eh, Dubai, yes. this, that, there and you have people in your country see. suffering. Ah, mm-hmm. no, it's painful. Exactly, to see. it's really painful to see. Mm-hmm. So like, they're so removed start? from the reality of you know the average person that they are representing, mm-hmm. and for even you know this, I don't know if you you watch these these clips from the Lagos State House of Assembly, where they were just. Um, Desmond Elias was calling us children. Oh my days! That, I watched that um... thing. <laughs> I watched it, and then he was saying that um, uh, we should if if we don't curb this nuisance, Nigeria will not be here in five years. In five years, yeah. Desmond Elias. I'm like, of wait, all. okay, so it is not <laughs> it's not this corrupt government. It is not the bad healthcare sector is not bad education that is destroying nigeria it is social media and people insulting you the same social media that got him into power let's not forget exactly some people should go back to their roots before they say certain things honestly the same social media that got you into that place are you kidding me and they're going there to be saying rubbish and this other lady too that was saying that um most of us are high on drugs um, that we that just, one didn't we even just make sense. Like... We're going on social media to be saying nonsense. That she's schooled in the UK. Unemployed people don't go around doing rubbish. And I'm just like, wait, are you really comparing employment in the UK to unemployment in Nigeria? Like, do the rates even match? People unemployed people in the UK, oh, you... they collect benefits. Okay, not in Nigeria. Like, look at her mouth. I schooled in the UK. Why didn't you school in Nigeria? Exactly. I in the UK, my ass. And then you see she's sharing <sighs> palettes as party pack on her. Eh, as party. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. God. No. <laughs> oh my God. This people really think we're fools. 
they really think we're fools. That's the that's the the thing, the main thing. They think like, who are you fooling? Honestly. This is not your generation. Let's get that straight. Like we actually went to school, we actually mm-hmm. read our books, and we actually have sense. Exactly. So please spare spare us, spare yes, us the foolery. We're... Like it's it's not it's not moving anybody. Mm-hmm. You have the, these ones that will go and start crying because they looted like... their their. <laughs> I've seen so many movies. I've actually seen so that one that Desmond earlier was crying. Please, what movie is that? Yeah, he was crying on Alright. I'm like Wait, I was thinking I've forgotten I forgot Nayana, so these tears, they're not moving anymore. Oh my god, my friend, my friend literally tweeted, um, this guy, I think when Desmond Elliot, that clip, yeah, that clip that he was like, oh, he wasn't passing the bill, mm-hmm. and that please, and we should get our facts right, and then my friend now quoted the tweet, I was like, this guy was an actor who now became a politician, I don't that's trust me. him, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's valid. <laughs> You know, because they're really taking us for fools. They're I'm really telling you. But how can that, how dare that man lie? He literally said that and then went to the meeting and said something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how oh, they lie to us on daily basis anyways. That's how they lie. And, and you would think that somebody like Desmond Elliott, who knows the system, who knows, like he's been in entertainment. There should be, you know, some things that went wrong there that should give, have given him experience, you know. Mm-hmm. So for him to now, excuse me, for him to now go into politics, politics. and I'm, I'm really not surprised, you know, when I hear politics, I always think it's dirty. Nothing has convinced me otherwise that politics isn't a messy business. Politics won't brainwash you as a human being. So part of me is not surprised, but at the same time, it's like, are you, have you really stood to these people's level mm-hmm. that, you really don't see the fine print yes. of what is going on. You really don't understand the basic thing that we are asking, yes. which is do not kill us, right? It is as simple as that. We haven't we haven't done anything else. We have said pay the policemen, increase their salaries, compensation for the lives of those that are we lost mm-hmm. it's there's nothing hard about that. That's why I'm even like, what is so difficult about these five demands? We have not said tackle education system like you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier we've not said you know you know there, there are people that uh older people that haven't been paid pension exactly. we didn't even include those ones mm-hmm. Pen, pe- they have not been paid pension for mm-hmm. years we didn't include those ones because we know that it's money that makes them mad when you start asking for money yeah. they start losing their 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 mm-hmm. senses so we a lot of things we didn't talk we just were facing the basic yeah. ones and and you know Instead, we're still being killed, mm-hmm. looting, destruction, silence. Exactly. Is even being comfortable. <sighs> There's no justice for the people. That are, are no justice. I feel like these panels that they set up, I feel like they're just a waste of time. Because this is not the of first course. time that they've you know set up panels. Um mm. they set up panels, the panels have made um sorry <clears throat> recommendations, and then they'll just mm-hmm. ignore. The recommendations mm-hmm. from various different panels on police reform, the various commissions that have written papers um, for reforms for the government to implement, none of them have been implemented. 
and they are saying that we should now trust you and trust that you are working. You're saying, oh, it won't, it won't take um one day for this to be made. Give us time, blah, blah, blah. But then we've actually given you time for how many years and you've still not done anything. All these recommendations, the same thing. you have not even implemented them. And you're now saying you want to set up another panel <laughs> for them to make more recommendations that you won't still implement. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I tell you. So it's like, where, where is the way? What is the way forward mm-hmm. from this? What is the way forward from this? And also, as as a Christian, how have you felt like with your faith yeah. and you know trusting God in times like this as well? Because I know for a lot of people, you know, things I've seen, people have lost their faith, you know, and and it makes me sad to be honest. But I also try to, and at first, I know for me, at first. Um, I didn't lose my faith or anything, but it was just really difficult for me to pray. Yeah. I didn't have the words. I'm like, God, you, you see what is happening? What? Why? How? What? You know, questions. Mm-hmm. And I just, I struggled with the words to say in prayer. And that's why I'm thankful for Nathaniel Bassi with this Hallelujah Challenge yeah. because I, I was at a point in my life where I really needed people to pray mm-hmm. with or, you know, just to hear it from other people's voices mm-hmm. and be encouraged. And it has been it has been a nice and wonderful experience um but i know for me at that time at the beginning of beginning excuse me of it it was it was kind of stressful but um yeah for people that you know weren't able to hold on to that people that weren't able to believe in god in that Mm -hmm. moment it's just it was it was disheartening but i always try to remind myself that okay and this is one thing that i've kept saying and it has actually, you know, made me feel better is that uh, I trust in God, not in man. Yeah. Right. Because if you put your trust in man, if you put your trust in Nigeria, you will be greatly disappointed. <laughs> you will be greatly disappointed. Yeah. And so in that, in that order, I am putting my trust in God for change, for mercy, for righteousness, for justice, mm-hmm. you know, because let's face it, whether we like it or not, it's, it's above our uh, control. Mm-hmm at this point and as much as we should fight for justice as christians we should also you know try and put god in the center and ask for mercy as Mm -hmm. well um for things that are happening so but how has that made you feel as a christian yeah i mean it's it's having to fight for really difficult for me as well um just i think from when it started you know seeing that a lot of churches were silent on the matter and then mm-hmm. yes yeah. oh thank you for bringing yeah. that up <laughs> <laughs> and it got me thinking that okay if we we say that we're christians we should really be the ones at the forefront of this fight against injustice because right. we serve a god right. that hates injustice we serve a god mm-hmm. that hates oppression mm-hmm. um you know the bible in proverbs yeah. tells us to speak speak up against oppression you know speak up against oppression yeah. of the vulnerable in society women children Mm -hmm. all of that yeah and so how can we claim to be christians and you know be silent on things like this um and even it it Mm -hmm. doesn't show um it doesn't show love as well because how can you see your neighbor being um, suffering and being oppressed and just because it's not happening to you and you just keep quiet. quiet Mm-hmm. It's it's it, it was mm-hmm. I think that yeah. was just what I was thinking at the very beginning. Um, just the the silence from from a lot of um churches. I mean, you know, some churches spoke, 
and that was very good it was very very encouraging um but i think a lot of the you know more a lot of the bigger churches they didn't speak like really until mm. later i mean that's still good you still spoke up yeah. at some point um but yeah. i think just at the beginning it was just you know discouragement from that um and i think when yeah. um the lekki massacre happened i was so mm. devastated i was so sad i couldn't even find the words to used to express what I was feeling because that night was so mm-hmm. it was so sad and then my mom called me because my mom was watching um DJ Switch's live as well and then she just started crying mm. she was like why are they shooting these these oh children and I just started crying too because I, I don't like to see my mom cry. <laughs> oh gosh I hope I don't even cry <laughs> oh like, gosh are you crying? No oh I'm my crying. god <laughs> it was such a sad night she was like why are they shooting yeah. at these children they've not done anything they're just sitting down they're protesting um the, against you know the the killings and the brutality and these people are showing them mm-hmm. exactly what they're protesting against that it's not and the army you know the it's army, not even police they brought the army Wow. It was so sad and it was so heartbreaking. And I know that night, um, my church had prayer. And even when so I, I tuned into the prayer and I couldn't even pray. And I I was hmm. just I was laying on my bed. I was like visibly shaking. I couldn't even like say like utter any words. But I was laying like seeing the words, yeah. And I was just listening to um the person praying. Um, and you know she was praying through just praying concerning everything that was happening and I think you know that was sort of an encouragement like even if you can't find it in you to pray yourself just being um in that community um, of mm. Christians you know that can encourage you with their yeah, own yeah. prayers I think that re- that really helped mm-hmm. and also um I think you know that whole week was just so horrible for me um, mentally and emotionally um i listened to a sermon um by hillsong london it was about um it was about lament i think the title is permission to cry um mm. and the preacher was just basically talking about how you know as christians we we should live a balanced life we can't just because you know life is not it's not smooth you know we'll go through things that would mm. you know threaten to break us we'll go to go through um grief and loss and all of these things and we can't just say that yeah. okay yeah. um you know god is good let's just be happy and be joyful and everything yeah let's just pray yeah, and just move pray on yeah, yeah, it's going to be fine this is well that kind of thing like all those yeah yeah superficial mm-hmm. um phrases but then, you know, we should allow ourselves to feel these emotions. We should allow ourselves, if, if, if we've experienced grief, if we've experienced loss, we should allow ourselves to feel the loss, allow ourselves to, to mourn. You know, Ecclesiastes says that there's a time for mourning. Um, so we mm. should allow ourselves to mourn. And even in that mourning, we should still go to God. We should still, you know, lament yeah. and you know, cry before God. Even if we ask questions, we should yeah. bring our questions before God. 
Yeah. Um, because you know, God understands, He's not a God that is, yeah. you know, saying, Oh, you have to am I not doing am I not still blessing you? You have to be happy all the time. Yeah. You know, he's a God that cares yeah. and understands our emotions. Um, because even Jesus, when yeah. Lazarus died, he still wept, even though he knew that you know God was going to raise him up. He still wept because this was his friend and he felt sad that his friend had died. Um, so mm. we, we, we are allowed to lament. Um, and I, I, when I read the book of Lamentations as well, where you know, Jeremiah was just lamenting about all that happened in Israel um, mm. um, when you know, the Babylonians came and killed people and took them into exile. You know, Jeremiah was mourning and lamenting about you know, the fate of the children of Israel. But then at the end, he still said what, you know, God, you know, God's mercies endure forever. You know, the steadfast love, his mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so even in our lamenting and in our crying, we, we, we don't mourn without hope. We don't cry without um, hope in God because we still trust in a God that is good, a God that is merciful, mm-hmm. a God that, um, yeah. you know, will comfort us in that, in that state yeah. of sadness. Um, so that's why... You know, it's good to go to God. It's good to lament and cry before God because we're trusting in Him and we're we're putting our hope in Him. That you know, He's even He's with us even in that time of sadness, even in that time of mourning. So I think it was it was just a big a big big encouragement for me um, to know that it's not it's not bad to be sad. It's not bad to mm-hmm. cry. Um, yeah and yeah so i think that was you know one thing that really really helped me to get through it just allowing myself to feel those emotions allowing myself to cry before yeah. god allowing myself yeah. to just be sad and mourn you know what had happened and express yeah, your feelings exactly basically. exactly and i think after that it was i was even more strengthened and encouraged mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I mean, now I know that this is not like this fight is not something that is going to end in one, in two yeah. weeks or in one month. You know, this is yeah. Dec- yeah. years and years of corruption and rot yes. in the system. Yeah, and you know, yes. this is a fight that's even going to, you know, live, you know, outlive us because you know, building yeah. a country, building um Nigeria is not. Um, it's something that is going to be, it's going to go on for a long time. Um, these are things yeah. that are like deep in the roots of our country, and we need to go deep down and start to uproot these things, um, one by one. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So this is just the yeah. surface, basically. Yeah. That's why. That's why we've even said that we're not. We haven't even dived mm-hmm. into the problems the other problems like this is just the the first of Mm -hmm. many you know emphasis on the many so yeah yeah. Uh, it's definitely not going to and i think that's one thing we've realized as well and to be fair nobody saw this coming nobody thought um uh, yeah like it's not it's not something that's just going to go away in two weeks to Mm -hmm. a month but at the same time it's one would think that just asking for basic stop killing us 
wouldn't be so hard to demolish, mm-hmm. right? Just change the change, reform the system. Yeah. It shouldn't be hard to reform yeah. the system. It shouldn't take a long time to reform the system. You know, Th- that was the first thing. And to me, I still keep saying it's, it's very simple. It's very um, straightforward. Yeah. What we're asking for. Uh, so I don't think you know that was the hardest yeah. of the things to resolve, but the government instead you know proved and stubborn violence. and I don't know just yeah responded with violence and more killings and just it's yeah I so I, I we've woken up to the yeah. fact that okay yeah we've woken up to the fact that okay we we see that these people are really stubborn mm-hmm. they are not going to give us what we want and so the only thing left for us to do is just keep mm-hmm. fighting and praying and just hoping for the best mm-hmm. you know even if it's going to take hopefully it doesn't take months for this to be mm-hmm. resolved but even if it's going to take months we know that let's fight this yeah. problem and when we win we know that okay we can tackle mm-hmm. other things by the grace yeah. of god so Oh, wow. Fun times. <laughs> I know. Fun times. Oh, this one boy. has told me that 20 is going to be like this year. I would have been like, you're like, what I'm kind of year? I'm saying all, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're really a prophet of doom. Because what is this you're telling me? With Corona? I'm telling you. Of Black Lives Matter? all year all in one year (laughs) and i still i still can't believe it i feel i feel like at this point i'm very numb to all that is going on i'm just numb i don't like i'm just i'm just there like i don't know how to explain it i'm just there and i'm still in awe because at this same 2020 that you know i celebrated my birthday in february Mm -hmm. only for the next month month lockdown lockdown the, the coming months black lives matter and then now you have a uh, nsas police brutality like come on like, for real like what's going on yeah. so yeah it's just well uh, I, i've heard people say oh the crossover service crossover service at church is going to be much crazy <laughs> like for, it's going to, to be have crazy. gone through 2020 yeah it's a testimony in right. itself it is wow it's going to be something to be thankful for for sure mm-hmm. oh and we just have like what two months left yeah. would you say is one month left or two months left I mean, we're still at the beginning of November, so yeah, so two months, yeah, two months left. Wow, well, (laughs) is there anything you'd like to add? Anything else you want to get off your chest? Um, anything else I want to get off my chest? I think that was like, wow, I need to do some unwrapping, (laughs) (laughs) bruh. I was like, it's been a lot just been a lot to handle yeah. like every day you're seeing people that yeah. i think there, it, there was a lot of trauma that we you know had collectively as a nation over those mm-hmm. days because every day you're seeing a dead yeah. body on like a picture of a dead yes, yes. or people that are being harassed and brutalized by the police and it was just a lot a yeah. lot to take in and even another, <sighs> another thing that broke me was um okay as well um the guy yes the guy. oh my days and 
like just a few <sighs> hours before oh. he had tweeted Nigeria will not end me and and it literally ended exactly. here oh, oh yeah like I think that day that day that you know his death was made known mm-hmm. I think I cried for how many how many hours in a day 24 hours yeah. I think I cried for about eight hours in that day I'm not even joking. I cried. My mom would call me and she'd be like, oh, how are you doing? And I would just start crying. Yeah. Like, I'll just start crying. I cried. I cried. I'm like, how? What is going on? Like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, my roommate at the time, she she asked me, she's like, oh, are you okay? You look sad. And I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't even vent to her because she wouldn't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not something that, well, not to my knowledge, but this is not something that is happening here. Mm-hmm. But it's back home, you know. I, I need to talk to somebody that knows the situation, kind of. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll be yeah. okay. I'll be fine. I'm not I'm not okay at the moment, but I will be fine. Yeah. And, you know, that, like, within that same space, I opened my phone and I saw, you know, tweets from Okay's girlfriend. And I just broke down. I literally started crying where I was. And I just walked to my room because I didn't want her to, you know, see or hear me crying. I just yeah. walked to my room. I said crying. I'm like, what is this? Like, oh, it was it was too much during that oh, period, yeah. and a lot of tears, a lot of I didn't even know what to say, even to post because I wanted to keep posting on Instagram. I still wanted to because believe it or not, a lot of people didn't know on that platform. Yeah, Instagram. So is <laughs> Zuckerberg? What's his name? <laughs> so I wanted to post, but I just did not have the words. Like I, I admire people that you know put up a like whole captions what was going on updates how to help but for me i just didn't have the words i didn't know how to describe how i was feeling i didn't know how to point people in the right direction in terms of raising awareness i was just i was just posting pictures and hashtags so it was just it was it was just some difference i guess just very very heavy and very different and Oh, I don't know. And even what you said about churches being silent, that one even just shook me <laughs> too. <laughs> because hmm, I was noticing some things and some, you know, silent areas. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was just saying, what is going on? You know, aren't we God's people? This mm-hmm. is the same God that fought for justice in so many ways and so many forms. Yeah. And like you said, you know, in the Bible, it says stand up for the oppressed when they mm-hmm. can't stand up for the poor, stand up for the needy, you know, and even another point you made about love, like how are you yeah. loving your neighbor if, you know, you're seeing your neighbor dying, you're seeing your neighbor suffering and you're just walking by, that's not mm-hmm. love. And, you know, I just, I just was very... Um, disappointed that a lot of people weren't doing things and weren't um, talking about it but then you also have um, others who would say or maybe they want to see it's the right way maybe they want to do it the right way maybe the pastors want to say the right way and in my own opinion as a pastor there is no waiting for you to say the right way you know, as a pastor, you should you should have, and this is just my two cents. I, it's not a statement of fact, but this is how I feel. But as a pastor, you know, the word of God should be at the back of your hand. 
when it comes to something like injustice, it shouldn't be a thing where you have to wait yeah, to know what to do about injustice. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, this is a basic thing that God has said, fight, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't, you, nobody is forcing you to go to a protest, but yeah. the fact that you're waiting, wait. you know, to say it the right way, how do you speak about justice or how do you wait to speak about justice in the right way? Mm-hmm. You already know that you're, you're supposed to stand, yeah. you know, and even the fact that as a pastor, people are looking up to you. Yeah. I know that a lot of people, a lot of Christians were still confused. And mm-hmm. I, I truly don't blame them. You know, some people value their pastors more than their Bible, which isn't yeah. good. But at the same time, word to Christians out there, please go back to your word. Your pastor exactly. is not God. Your pastor is not. Yeah, you should respect your pastor. That's a man. That's a vessel. Yeah. But, you know, always have the word. Always have, you know. Uh, god's word mm-hmm. in your hand yeah. in your hearts because that's that's the root of everything you yeah. know that's the solution to everything and and so i noticed um a lot of people you know christians didn't speak until mm-hmm. pastors like Debuye came out to the protest yeah. that's when people were like oh yeah as a christian let me march too because you know this pastor yeah. is coming out it shouldn't be like that mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like that um uh, so yeah, I was I was disappointed, and even some pastors that I knew or I know, sorry, didn't talk about it, and it just made me, you know, raise my eyebrow. Like, okay, what is yeah. going on? Why are you not saying anything about what is happening? Yeah. Um, is it that you just don't care, or like, is it you only talk about things in church that you benefit from? So, yeah, yeah it was it was. Yeah. A lot of trust issues there. Yeah, <laughs> but I also I also try to remind myself too that people are not perfect and I personally don't value a pastor more than they are, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't respect them, but at the same time, God is my God. Yeah. Not a pastor. You know, there are certain yeah. things that my pastor won't do, but that doesn't mean I won't do it because my pastor hasn't done it yet. Exactly. If that makes sense. Yeah. At the end so. of the day, the word of God should be a priority. Yeah. 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 So I mean even despite I learned that, to like, move I was on still that. I was really proud of young Christians that, you know, still yeah. went out, you know, did prayer yeah. walks i don't know if you saw the exactly the yeah. prayer walk in jaws there were like so many people yeah i was, I was so like, proud of that wow. and, and yeah that's another way too mm-hmm. like even if you call your church and organize a prayer walk or yeah. you know something like feed the hungry feed the protest mm-hmm. anything it could be anything along those lines yeah. it doesn't have to be and and i don't know why people see protests as a bad thing like since mm-hmm. when is protesting as I know I was talking to my auntie and from the way she sounded it's just as if those the protest was just a negative you know thing that people shouldn't be doing and in my mind I'm like you know that I would go to this protest right Mm -hmm. like you know that I will go to this protest (laughs) but I just don't get how people see as a bad thing that oh should Christians be at a protest should this 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 like you know protest is it's it's a right it's a human right so oh man a lot of education needs to be done, needs to be done. as well and as I think that's, change you know, part of the way forward just educating people because i know people mm-hmm. are you know trying to start up like soup kitchens and stuff just mm-hmm. to educate um the people like a lot of the people that sell their votes are not people that on twitter yeah. 
Um, there are mm. people that you know politicians will come to and then they will give indomie or give slippers or rice and oil and tell them to vote for them. Yeah, and you know that these people you know weaponize the poverty because they yeah. they have kept these people in poverty on purpose because they know that you know come election time they'll be able to yeah this is what's going to go small, down yeah. small tokens and you know they'll be able to buy yeah. their votes um so people have you know started coming up with initiatives to you know feed them and while you know they're feeding them they're also educating them that you know yeah. it's not right to sell your votes you should be educated you should know what these people are meant to do these people are meant to serve you they, you're not you know yeah. you're not meant to bow down to them or worship them because they're yeah. basically your employees and yeah. you, know, you should vote in people that are going to care about your interests and everything so i think mm-hmm. that's a really really good step going forward voter education encouraging people yeah. to register to vote i know people are trying to put pressure on INEC to um start early registration people so people can get their pvc yeah. um so yeah you know education guess for my- someone like me would i be able to vote if i come back home or do i have to get certain documentation um i think once you if you um come back home and register you should be able to vote okay so i have to register beforehand yeah just get your pvc and then oh, okay you'll be able to vote anytime there's an election oh, okay makes sense yeah <sighs> okay well i guess we'll leave it at that do you want to add anything else yeah. um i mean <laughs> people shouldn't keep quiet the fight has not ended yeah. we should still yeah, keep speaking sure. up Still keep holding these people yeah. accountable. I know um the people yeah. in um is it Festac or Amor or Dauphine, they are re- recalling that woman that was saying that we're high on drugs. Um like they signed the whole petition. May God have mercy on that woman. <laughs> like how can you go to a meeting and just start all that is coming see, out of your like, mouth with lies? And and, and what? like wait so is it that nobody in that house of assembly has sense to say okay you're saying rubbish keep quiet. Like, how how do you open your mouth and that's the first thing that comes out you know, that's a serious mm-hmm. allegation and she should be yeah. charged like how that's dare you say of all the lies to tell of all the lies to tell mm-hmm. you you open your mouth and say one on drugs yeah. what yeah it, it's just like some of the responses from the government is crazy mm-hmm. because like uh, how can you even explain to a human being that because we are asking for people for you know the government to do something about the police abusing their power you now have people that are saying social media is the problem one drugs palliatives indomie this that's what 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 is happening with your brain (laughs) it's like i'm so disappointed it's not even funny it's such a huge disconnect it's not making I, you know, I didn't even open her video. I like I saw the <laughs> caption and I just yeah, I I saw the caption and I just did not. I disagreed. I said no. I am not opening this video because I I just don't want to hear dust. I don't yeah, want dude, to hear. I watched the Desmond Elliott's one. That one was enough for me. I didn't open any <laughs> other. I know it was Desmond Elliott herself, and then one other guy said something. Um, the speaker, um, of the house. Was yeah like, what did he say again he was he was saying they should have a moment of silence for um the people that yeah died. and he was like not for the miscreants that police killed i'm like 
what? Oh. That was literally what he said. I'm oh. like, I, like, such an evil thing to say. Such an evil thing to say. And this is the same man that EFC is investigating for money laundering and corruption. You're, I, you're like, he's the real miscreant and hoodlum. <laughs> but then he's saying, they should not, you know, oh, they should not acknowledge the miscreants that police have killed. And I'm like, how can you be so evil and heartless to say such a thing? What? Wow. Uh, wow. Hmm. It's just crazy. That's that's just all I'm like. That's where I'm at. <laughs> like, just speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless. There's nothing but, else like, to say to these people. I'm, I'm in a constant state of more. <laughs> that's just literally where i am oh my god what's going on wow it, it it's it's like you're fighting with toddlers mm-hmm. literally exactly. like how do you try to re- how do you try to reason with people like this mm-hmm. what do you say to them exactly. you know people that don't even understand the constitution mm-hmm. how exactly. dare you be in power you I'm don't even know the constitution of your country i don't think they understand what they are even there for minister of happiness of course they do not understand <laughs> their jobs <laughs> what do you mean? Minister of <laughs> that was doing investigation oh my god my guy oh just my god <laughs> to pick it up up as far i'm like who do you think you are like they really take us for fools and it's wow fashola i actually thought that That guy was was like someone that has you know sense out of all of them but they're all the same at this point wow i think that was that was even the the what's it called that was the final straw for me <laughs> that he fucked. <laughs> oh, eh? Meaning what? <laughs> Something that they burned and destroyed. <laughs> like I thought, no, no, no burn, no, mm-hmm. you know, damage, but nothing. Just sitting right there. And no other person that wow. had been going there has seen the camera. It was partial out with his detective eyes that found. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. We're actually finished. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually done. All these people need <sighs> to go. They just they really need to step down and resign. Like please. Please. That's the that's what we're asking now. No more answers. Just resign. <laughs> resign Bruh. leave office please leave it for us so that's funny you're not even doing anything for us so like just <laughs> step down please we don't need you <laughs> take, take the money you've collected take it Honestly, just step just down take it and be going step down now now <laughs> leave our country for us <laughs> this is the time <laughs> oh, God. oh boy all right well yeah that's what i have to say that was good that was a good yeah. a good talk a good conversation i hope you guys you know got a thing or two from 
today's episode mm-hmm. please 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 get your pvc and vote and be intentional about voting to yeah. also get you know educate yourself before you do yeah know um, who you are voting in Yes. At each yes. level Do of your research. not just presidency and governor, yeah. local government to um house of assembly mm-hmm. to house of reps. So yeah. Know who is yeah. there, know who is representing yeah. you at those mm-hmm. different levels. Yeah, for sure. And do your research, guys. Educate yourself. It's, it's always mm-hmm. good to educate yourself before you do certain things. And mm-hmm. also about signing, you know, sanctions and petitions. Please, if you want, if you really want to sign those things, if you really believe that, you know, those things will help, that's up to you. But, you know, know the implication. Know, yeah. you know, the background yeah. of what you're signing. Don't just put your signature yeah. anywhere. Because I saw a lot of yeah. people, you know, signing yeah. sanctions that didn't even know the meaning yeah. or, you know, the I'm thing very, behind I'm it. I know that of those petitions that, you know, request that. Yeah. Yeah. I know that a lot of people, you know, want this uh, president to resign or you know want change and it, mm-hmm. a lot of us are desperate for change but yeah. at the same time let's not in that desperation do um cause any drastic changes that will later come to harm us yeah. so let's just do our research before we do things like that mm-hmm. and um pray yeah <laughs> let's pray. also not forget god in all of this yeah yeah i know it's difficult but at the same time you know it's life mm-hmm. like we're on earth <laughs> we're going to face troubles yeah um, exactly. but just always remember god is there for us and you know everything will be better everything will be well that's my hope mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um yes well yeah. anything else babe anything else Looking for a better nigeria amen to that Eventually. it's going to happen no, for our children amen no because amen. my children cannot keep experience they really can't they really can't. I've always contemplated where to have my kids. Yeah. Like, whether in Nigeria. Because I also, like, I always think about it because I want them to have, you know, culture and experience. I want mm-hmm. them to, the way I went to boarding school, I want my kids to go to boarding school and have, you know, character build up. Because I feel like it really does. There's a difference between, you know, where you um raising your kids, you know, in the abroad and then doing it in your home country. I personally think there's a difference. Yeah. So I want them to have, you know, that kind of background. Yeah. But at the same time, with all that's going on, it's just... Mm. Yeah, if it remains the same, I don't know if I, I know. want to, you know, bring my children yeah. into this. Um, yeah. But then it's like, because, I mean, I don't really... Even, like, having them abroad as well, there's still other issues that they also have to deal with racism... Mm-hmm and um yeah oppression just because of the color of their skin so it's like where is yeah. where is it even safe for black people where is it safe yeah exactly yeah <sighs> god help us amen amen god help us what should i title this episode god help us <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. oh god help us in Jesus. nigeria god help us oh Oh, thank you so much for doing this with me. Problem. Um, it's my pleasure. Yes, this was very insightful and just I think this conversation needed to be had. Yeah. Because to be honest, I haven't talked about this in detail like this with anyone, mm-hmm. so it's it's good that we yeah. had this conversation. 
All right, guys, we are signing out. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. This is actually the longest episode ever, but it's only right, right? So I can yeah, say I mean, <laughs> we, we like the about first... love. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That needed to be said. So yeah. it's only right. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you, you know, started from the beginning and finished at the end. <laughs> Not, <laughs> no skips or anything like that. Um, but I will see you guys in my next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And, you know, thank you so much again oh, for, thank you for, for being my me. guest. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>